The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jack Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. And hey, thanks to my uh, real sponsors. You're going to hear them throughout the show. Go to meundies.com slash chet. Check out True Car for all your car buying needs. Visit betonline.ag. They got a deal here with Podcast One. Use promo code Podcast One. That's the number one, Podcast One. And go to getquip.com slash chet for all your toothbrush needs. I'm not even kidding around. I'm, of course, Chet Waterhouse. My guest today, co-host of a killer podcast right here on Podcast One called Legends of Sport. And two guys who actually clean up after themselves at the Podcast One coffee machine, legendary sports photographer Andy Bernstein and the always entertainer Jonas Swadler. How are you guys today? We are great, and we're trying to figure oh, out. Oh, hang on. Dang it, Jonas. I always forget, Gary, you have to remind me. I have to do an update. This is the Waterhouse Update brought to you by Pandemodium. Get rid of your diarrhea in one chaotic blast with Pandemodium. Strap in, folks. It's almost August when exciting sports action is thinner than the ice under Roseanne. America's pastime. Now not provoking rogue nations with all cap tweets. Baseball. Six inducted into Cooperstown, including the Angels' Vlad Guerrero, who, instead of a speech, hit a pitch in the dirt into the right field bleachers for a three-run dinger. Brave Sean Newcomb. Did you see this, guys? Lost a no-hitter with two out in the ninth. Said Cardinals legend Bob Gibson, that's cute. Now do it once a month for 20 years. Baltimore Orioles are 41 and a half games out of first, which means they're eligible to book comedians in cars getting coffee. Red Sox, 74 wins. Going to be harder to catch than Elon Musk's private rocket ship after North Korea starts World War III. That wrap-up brought to you by tea. When there's no other choice but scalding water, try tea. Golf! Dustin Johnson wins the Canadian Open, takes home a million dollars and a coupon for a free quadruple bypass at any Canadian hospital. The tournament had a two-hour lightning delay, or as Canadians call it, that stuff that scares the dogs. And finally, NASCAR. Kyle Busch takes Pocono for his sixth win of the year, which tops anyone on the Baltimore Orioles pitching staff. That Waterhouse update brought to you by Eyesore, the festival for ugly hot air balloons. Now, finally, it's talk time. Andy and Jonas, Podcast One, Legends of Sports. Andy, Laker photographer, Jonas. Yeah, we're going to get into all that. Trust me, we'll get into it. But first... Brooklyn in the house right here. Damn right. I feel like we should end the podcast right here. That was amazing. Yeah, I think we can't even come close. (laughs) You don't have to. Check, please. Yeah, Yeah. you know, uh, truly, I have no... uh, other clubs in the back. That was it, pretty much. <laughs> I'm relying on you guys. I'm, I'm skating, baby. That was some great shit right we're, there. We're right? trying to figure out who goes to a .ag site. Yeah. BetOnline.ag. What is, is it, AG? Is yeah. it like agricultural hey. site? <laughs> we don't know what that is. Don't ask. Yeah. Just, they're, they're helping pay the electricity around here. The hard. mics are staying on. And yeah. are you Chet Waterhouse.ag? 
No, is that your I, website? No, I don't. I'm not even sure that legally I'm allowed to have a website after some <laughs> run-ins with uh, some porn and off, offshore betting sites. But, but meantime, so now do you root for the Dodgers, Andy? Andy, if you don't know, legendary sports photographer. He's all up in it. He is, is, uh, uh, here's the thing. First of all, uh, shoots for the NBA. Does a ton of stuff. He shot for everybody. Uh, but here's what jumped off your resume to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says you've shot for everyone from Nike and Reebok to GlaxoSmithKline. That's right. That's what? Right. Who? Where the hell was the GlaxoSmithKline shoot? <laughs> well, believe it or not, there were uh, back in the day there were some big athletes that endorsed prescription drugs. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's just the way it was. Do they not do that anymore? I don't think so. I don't think anybody does it anymore. So, uh, they just David- get the guy in the uh, bathtub out on the cliff, and then his wife steps in the bathtub. That's the first eight seconds of the commercial. Yeah. The rest of it is all the horrible things that could happen to you if you take yeah, the drug. Right. I don't think it's politically correct to yeah. promote no. Oxycontin. Not right. Anymore, no. <laughs> no, that's right. And I won't mention the athletes, but they were pretty well known. So, yeah. But this is all on the level, all prescription and all, uh, you know, stuff that consumers used. And um, so anyway, that was one of my commercial clients. Is it, where was it? Yeah. Where was it? Yeah. Was it everywhere? Was it in a everywhere. studio or did they do location? No, we shot on location. We oh. shot uh, some track people at UCLA. I shot a couple of swimmers. I shot an NFL player or two. Um, this was a long time ago. I don't even remember who it was. Like back when they had leather helmets and folded them up. And Pretty much, yeah. And I was using a brownie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have that stuff in the in the that just went poof, that's that right. stuff that's right. the flash pot. Yeah, I had the big hood over myself and the, right. had the must, the handlebar mustache and I was out there holding. Jonas was with me. He was holding the thing. Jonas was he, holding. I was just a baby. He was a baby. Yeah, he employed me he as a baby. Yeah, he employed as a nine month old. But that's back when you could hire a nine month old and nobody blinked an eye. Nobody for cared. Pizza. That's right. Three year olds were allowed to be dollar grips. And yeah. Shoes. Now there's labor laws and stuff. And listen, Lakers, Kings. Clippers, Dodgers, you're shooting for all the LA teams. Who's the most fun to shoot for and why? And I, 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 I don't want to hear this. They're all fun. Well, give I got, me an honest I answer. Tell Look, you, I, you're I, at an age where you could, you could probably sit on your ass all the money you've made. Yeah. So give yeah, me an opinion. Right, right. Yeah, I got four kids. So the, oh, all brother, the, all the money I made has been funneled quickly wow. out. Talk about drain the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> drain the wallet. Four drain, kids. Drain the dead. Can't believe I you're standing. Said, after I go, instead of a tombstone, they got to put an ATM there because I know they'll visit me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come to dad. They're going to want it. Dad, how are you? Kajun. He's getting his 20 bucks. Ages on the yeah. kids. Yeah. This it's guy's crazy. got good skin for four kids. Yeah. You know, it's fantastic. Okay. Ridiculous. I'm going to give you – now, you got to do the math here, okay? All right. I got two 23s, a 22, and a 10. That sounds like somebody uh, in northern Wisconsin <laughs> describing their rifle cabinet. <laughs> Two twenty threes, a twenty two, and a ten. That's right. Yeah. The ten well, was... I'd use the ten gauge for shotgun. <laughs> ten, for the ten uh, was a wild card. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the ten was. The ten was <laughs> hey, they're bringing him in from the bullpen. They just brought him up from double A to day. <laughs> no one even knows where he came That's from. Right. So I, I am by far the oldest dad in the fourth grade. In yeah. Fact, oh I, yeah. I told I, I told the middle school principal the kid is about to go into middle school a year from now. I said start building those handicap ramps because there's no way I'm going to be yeah. able to get up there all, all those stairs to you know the uh, open houses and the auditoriums and all that crap I'm going to have to do in hey, middle school. I'm learning from you. I don't have kids yet. I want kids, but yeah. I'm going to be the start old Start late. That's the key. Yeah. 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 Start late because then when they get into like uh, uh, like uh, think uh, c- contemplating a uh, stripping. 
<laughs> You'll be dead. It'll be your wife's problem. That's Andy and my theory about yeah, it. I got a nine-year-old. Nine. Yeah, driving me crazy. Right. We'll be the ones at the uh, high school graduation uh, wandering around looking for butterscotch candies and a place to lay down. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. So tell me about legends of sport. Well, sport. Le- because sport. then in the in the yeah yes. in the in the uh, information about it it mm-hmm. says uh, um, uh, like the memories and the. Uh, the fun stuff about sports. That, so you used the S there, but that's you right. lopped it off in the title. We just want to screw people up. We, I mean, I, there's no rhyme or reason. No. You guys talk to, like, everybody. We do. We, we do. do. Legends of Sport is a platform that celebrates everything iconic in sports. We celebrate athletes, moments, teams, venues, and personalities. So our podcast really is the launching off point for what will become a platform, a one-stop shopping for everything you want to know. So you grew Grew up. Where'd you grow up? You? Wisconsin, okay. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Who was your, what was your team growing the up? The Packers. Okay, so you want to teach your nine-year-old about the Packers, about those great Packer teams? Sure. All right. So give me give me a player from that team. Well, let's go with Aron Kostelnik. Let's go deep onto the offensive line. Oh, well, that's that, I don't even know who that is. That's but, a deep cut. Yeah. All right. Let's go with uh, Jerry Kramer. Jerry Kramer. Everybody Everybody knows Jerry a, that's a great. So if you want to teach your child, boy or girl, by the way. She's a girl. Uh, she's a girl. That's yeah. a good thing. Yes. Well, look, this day know. and age, we don't know. No, yeah. I don't nitpick. So, so yeah. long as there. <laughs> she, as long as he's not a girl, it's, it's not I glowing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nowadays, I don't know what hashtags are going to come after she, me. Although I really don't have the kind of career you can wreck. <laughs> so I can pretty much say anything. You know. That's great. By the way, that's exactly where you want to be your yeah. whole career. No, and, but the question, the question is: So you want to teach your daughter about that great Packer era, right? And mm-hmm. that particular player. How do you do that? How would you – if you went home today, how would you do that? Well, you know, I'd have to get my wife, who has some knowledge of computers and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, when something breaks in my hands, a computer, I just uh, – uh, hand it to my wife, and she goes, give me that. And then eight seconds later, it comes back and it's fixed. <laughs> so I'd go to her, and we'd probably have to Google yeah. uh, the old Green Bay Packers. And, right. uh, uh, then do some research. I'd probably call some old friends from that time. Mm-hmm. I'd be gathering – here's where I think you're going. Mm-hmm. I'd be gathering information from many different areas and having to pull it together exactly. myself. Right. You're saying legend of sport is going to somehow kind of do that a little That's bit That's right. For we're going to aggregate, which means collect. Thank you. Content from everywhere. So be it a bio, a stat, a video, photos, original content we're going to create. Um, whatever it is about that player, that team, that era, that venue, whatever it is, memory. You know, Kirk Gibson's home run, for example. You can go to one place. Now, you know and I know that kids of this generation, even you know Jonas's generation, now even our generation – you got to have one-stop shopping. You, you yes. got to be able to push on on your iPhone yeah. or on your computer. You go to Google. You got to go through about five pages of ads before you even get to the meat of what you're even looking for. Absolutely. And then it's just a, a video, or it's it's a link to YouTube, or it's a yeah. stat. We want everything to be in one place. We feel like that 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 the sports fans out there really really need. A, a home base where they can go anywhere to find out anything they want to find I out. I think you're absolutely right. I went to Google. I had uh, the, the, the screen door on, on the back side of my house on the back porch. It was, uh, was screwed up. And uh, so I thought I could fix it myself. So I went to Google and I Googled back door. And uh, it was 147 pages before I got to anything that had anything to do with a screen door. Was Jim Morrison? Did it mention Jim Morrison? No, it didn't. No, it, was, okay. it, was, it, was, it was a lot of stuff you wouldn't want to show your kids. Right. Were those first four, 147 47 pages, pages porn yeah. pages? Yeah, that is correct. 
See, that see, obvious see, this is, notion brought this to you by the aggregate. <laughs> porn has aggregate sites. Why can't sports? Yeah, they do. See, right? That's exactly wow. right. Now, there, now there's a guy who's, uh, who's you know, pitching to the devil. Hold on We're a through the looking glass I, already. A 24-year-old kid who's just staring at porn all day. <laughs> Jonas just laid it out. I, I just came up with our slogan. If porn could do it, why can't we? we exactly. exactly. Brought to you by Incognito. You'd never guess we're plumbers. Hey, speaking of uh, clearing house <laughs> and that kind of site... Uh, you know, these true car people, uh, if you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP, even though you might not know what it stands for. But, uh, you know, uh, if you, same goes for other terms, invoice, list price, dealer price. It all sounds good, but you know what it is? It's enough to confuse anybody. So listen, all you're really looking for is a price that actually means something. Introducing True Price from True Car. Now you can know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. You're talking about your phones and stuff like that. True Car dealers, are, they're going to show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of your home. And how do you know if your true price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people paid for that same car that you want. And your certified dealers know this, so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Now listen to me. You guys have talked to everybody on this podcast. You just had Amy Alcott on, so you're not just messing around with like Magic Johnson, et cetera, et cetera, big big. You're going, you're going, like she was huge. No, Amy Alcott was terrific. We've had Magic Johnson twice, Magic. That's right. We had uh, Eric Dickerson, Kirk Gibson. We had the great Bill Walton who led off our podcast. I love Bill Walton. We had Jim Gray, one of my great friends, one of the great, sure. great sports broadcasters Ask a couple of the tougher questions in the history of sports. That's right. right. But Jim was just inducted into the uh, Boxing Hall of Fame. We had. I did not know Jim boxed. Yeah. (laughs) I would say he must have boxed at 110. He got a a bunch of hits to the head. Yeah. Yeah. Golden Glove. If he won the Golden Gloves anywhere, it was probably somewhere deep in Montana. (laughs) Maybe Billings. Well, Mike Tyson actually inducted him. He made the speech. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. And we had um, Mike Smith, the Hall of Fame jockey, four days after he won the Triple Crown. He came into our studio. So, you know, it's been an incredible run. Uh, We have Coach K coming up. We have some really amazing guests coming up. Um, I'm going uh, back east. We're going to record some people back east and people... Coming out of the woodwork, so calling in a lot of favors, um, and these are a lot of connections that you've you've made over your many years mm-hmm. shooting sports. Right now, did you have a favorite sport to shoot as a photographer? Well, I had a favorite sport to watch as a kid, which was hockey. You I loved hockey. Grew up a Ranger, diehard Ranger wow. fan. My dad had season tickets my whole life, and uh, that's how he and I bonded was over the Rangers. That's I impressive. Is that the Esposito? Who was that? No, that was before that. That was the. Uh, you know, that was the Brad Park, uh, Jean Rattel, oh, yeah. uh, Gilbert, Eddie Jackman, Emile Francis was the coach. And then, of course, they made that big trade with Boston when Espo came over. I mean, that yeah. was, you know, that was like the Red Sox and the Yankees making a trade. Yeah. Like, nobody does that. Yeah. Right? Jesus saves Esposito on the rebound. That's, that was the bumper <laughs> sticker back then. And, uh, you know, how, how great Philly was, the Broad yeah. Street Bullies. Sure. You know, the bumper Dave sticker. Schultz. Remember that bu- bumper yeah. sticker? Only Jesus saves more than Bernie Perron. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, so you're calling in these favors to get the guys yeah. in here and kind of spearhead. You guys are smart. You're not just doing a show. See, I'm just doing a show. You guys are like creating a business. <laughs> I'm actually thinking we should do our show more like this. This would be more fun. And our guests would be looking at us like, what the hell did I get into? <laughs> so that's fantastic. Now, you got to be honest with me. Yep. Um, um, do I have to be? Or yeah, you have okay. to be. All right. Uh, because you guys have been doing this. You've been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's funnier? Shaq or Metal World Peace because they're both pretty funny. Oh, that's a great question. I, I would. What, what would you say? Well, I gotta go Meta just because you never know what he's gonna say next. He's yeah. just he's completely off the cuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, Shaq Shaq can be a little outrageous, but he's a little more predictable because I know him so well. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. You know, but, you probably uh, know a lot of the insider stuff with Shaq. Yeah, but, and the insider stories are great. But you Meta know. Meta is uh, is close to Charles Barkley in, in in that he probably misquoted himself with his own autobiography. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty amazing. So. He never lets words get in the way of a good story. Uh, yeah. Actually, the meta book that just came out is a good read. It's really? a great plane read. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's, yeah. you'll knock it out, the whole thing, like one flight from New York to L.A. Who's higher maintenance, Kobe or Magic? Higher maintenance? Oh, that's a good hmm. question. Well, it, I don't know. I don't know how you define that. I mean, both of these guys are driven, are amazing competitors, uh, Great locker room guys. You know, people don't give Kobe the credit that he should really get uh, when he started leading the team. And uh, that team followed behind him. And they, you know, he took him on their on his shoulders and, and won that 2009 championship without Shaq. Yeah, but who's the one who throws the crusty at you the most? <laughs> that side eye? You when you're, what? like, trying to get a photo in the last eight seconds and they're hustling you off the sidelines. Yeah, I, I honestly never got it from either of them. But wow. But if I had to go with one, Kobe's been known to kind of give me the eyeball once in a while. Yeah. But but that's only because he and I know each other so well. And there's a lot of trust. So I know when I'm yeah. kind of crossing over that line a little bit, maybe yeah. I step a little too far over the line. So Magic, uh, the same way. I, I, I have to know. I have to yeah. know, like, where where my job you know, it's going to stop. And uh, Shaq, though, you know, the big jokester, you know, whatever you want to yeah. call him, he, yeah. he is just uh, the most hilarious guy I think I've ever been around. I think he got his perspective from playing one year under Dale Brown at LSU. Yeah. That, yeah. That's like working in a dysfunctional uh, alcoholics clinic. <laughs> well, let's not It's for- an AA clinic with a nut at the head. <laughs> well, let's not forget that his dad was a drill sergeant in the Army. That's right. Yeah, he so, didn't get away with anything. That's right. And the trump card Kobe always carries that I feel is uh, he knows Italian, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. And that's a skill that... I'm going to say is not going to extend uh, deep down any NBA bench. Yeah, that's and, right. And he's fluent in Spanish as well, so he can launch into either any of the three languages at the drop of a hat. Okay, so you're getting all these crazies, mm-hmm. and uh, you're, you're loving hockey growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you like to shoot hockey? Is hockey even shootable? Yeah, hockey is the hardest sport to shoot. It really is we harder were, than soccer. It's harder than soccer because we're we're limited to a hole that's about you know six inches around, mm-hmm. and the the lens has to fit through that. And you have very little room to wiggle. Oh yeah, they got to legally protect you guys. Yeah, and it, not like back in the day with Eddie Giacomo. Well, just back, get a puck fired at your camera, and people would laugh. <laughs> that's right. The goalies back then didn't even wear masks. No, <laughs> no. But what's interesting when, I, when I first when I first started, complete leather. On I his wish face. that was my nickname, Gump. Gump, Gump, Gump Bernstein. I'll start calling you. Gump. He had leather. 
leather cheeks. He had literally <laughs> leather. That's what they used well, you met her, for you, transplants back then. Yeah, leather. There was a uh, there was a, a goalie for Boston um, Cheevers who had uh, Gary Cheevers. Gary Cheevers who had the mask with the stitch marks on it. Remember that? <laughs> That's right. Every single yeah, time right. he got hit, he had and he probably he had 50, 60 stitch marks. What were they thinking that they couldn't figure out masks? Back then, all I these guys know. getting hit in the face. They yeah. were they were thinking they were men. Yeah, and this was a sport, and somebody was giving them a porterhouse and a beer to go out and play. That's what this started back in the '30s and '40s. <laughs> they just crazy. went. This is better than working in a lumber mill. Yeah. I'm doing it. Right? Yeah, and you know they didn't come to think of anything like death, That's let true. alone concussions. Yeah, <laughs> until yeah. it was too late for some of them. When I first started shooting hockey, it was the late '70s out here. When the first thing I did when I moved out here and went to school, I started shooting. For the not for the Kings, but shooting Kings games, we used to stand on a milk crate over the boards, as you know where the goal line is, where it starts to curve around in the end zone, and uh, we'd get picked off all the time. Yeah, I mean, you'd be shooting the goalie, a guy would take a shot from the point, get deflected, boom, hit you in the head. Yeah, wow, you know, no helmet, no nothing, crazy. <laughs> wow. So, so they decided they would make the boards higher, which they did. Then they made us shoot through a hole, and then the fans were still getting picked off, so they ended up putting nets behind, yeah. as you see now. There are nets because, yeah. unfortunately, somebody was killed in Columbus uh, yeah. at a game. A, you a know, a girl. box, that's the way to watch any sport, mm-hmm. a box with a rich friend. That's right. <laughs> and a lot of food in the back, and then uh, yeah, right. anytime there's a slight breeze, you can go, oh, it's a little chilly. I'm going to go <laughs> get some lasagna and watch the seventh inning on a monitor. Right. Here's a drag about soccer to me i'm not a huge soccer fan any chet waterhouse fan knows that uh for me for being a photographer uh you got to shoot uh all every single boring development yeah just in case yeah yeah and the field is really big <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's my doctor hold on uh, let me take it let me time take for it. a pill Oh, brother, I'm going to shut that off. <laughs> That's somebody in Mason, Ohio, who keeps coming after me. You're a Wolverine, Jonas. I am. I'm I not am. answering anything from I'm a Badger. Absolutely. <laughs> hell never... with Ohio. They can call me all day. I'm not picking up a phone from Ohio. <laughs> Instant screen, any zip code, any area code, I don't pick up from Ohio. Yeah. Hey, while we're on Jonas, uh, you know, because uh, we could spend all day with Andy, one of the world's great ph- uh, photographers, uh, but c- quite frankly, Andy, your resume is too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be edited down. Uh, I didn't even have time to study up. I could on abbreviate Jonas. some things in there. Yeah, 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 that would be good. Just a semaphore signals, right. hurricane flags, things like that. So you went to you went to Michigan. Yes, but you're sir. From, you're from out east too. I am. I'm from New York. Get out, both New Yorkers. Yeah, so now what, what do you have? Yankees, Mets? Yeah, Mets. I mean, Yankee, I wasn't allowed to bring a Yankee baseball card in my house because my family would diehard Brooklyn Dodger fans. This is a true story. And I he, understand he, he, that. Jonas knows this story. I was born in 1958, which was the year the Dodgers moved. Yes. Right? And my dad hated everything about the O'Malley family. Just, yeah. He just was so— I can understand that. And in the Jewish tradition, as you know, when somebody dies, you wear black— you wear black armband right. for a year, right? There are pictures of me as an infant with all my uncles and my dad <laughs> standing around me wearing black armbands. So wow. this is how I grew up. That's fantastic. Yeah. Vince Lombardi would love that. It's, a, it's a, literally a true story. <laughs> that story brought to you by Throwbacks, the e-cigarettes you light with a match. Jonas, who yes. are your New York teams? I'm a Yankee Giant guy. Yankee Giant. Yeah, you know, in New York, the way it usually goes is you're either a Mets-Jets guy or yeah. you're a Yankees-Giants guy. That's right. So you're Yankees-Giants. Yes, sir. I like the G-Men. I always like the G-Men. Me too. Fun to watch. Me too. And I like 
what I like about them is they're not like the Patriots, where every year you can expect you're going to get to the playoffs, maybe the Super right. Bowl. It's so up and down, you yeah, know, no, and they, they really tease you so that yeah. when they're winning, you appreciate that much it's more. It's called manic depression, Jonas. <laughs> Guys and catching, it's institutionalized at the Giants. Maybe Guys catching got it, passes the off their helmets. I mean, what was it? What was going on with that? I was at that the Super Bowl. That's, what was that? That was impressive. Greatest, the greatest catch. The of yeah, catch. that might be. Uh, they can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, the best part of that is that guy was on the practice squad the next year. Dave Tyree, yeah, Michigan guy, if I'm not mistaken. Was David Tyree? Imagine, I believe man. so. Jesus, I got played his college ball in Michigan, if I'm not sure. But yeah, hey, come on, let's be honest. You were in college. You were blazed the entire time. <laughs> you Who's going to look at a roster card when you're going to a college football game? <laughs> well, one, you're right about that. I was blazed most of college. Uh, <laughs> sure, that's the point. But two, I, I, I never thought about Michigan. <laughs> never thought about Tyree because I went to school with Tom Brady. So there was a lot of wow, and we've we've spoken about this. Mm-hmm. Tom Tom was uh, he dressed differently then. He was kind of like a different well, type of guy. He dressed was, a, was he like wearing Amish clothes? <laughs> what do you mean he dressed? The guy the guy wasn't you what know was this the guy wasn't dating supermodels back then. Well, of course not. He's in college. He's just a goofball. <laughs> he still had the high school haircut. I bet you any money he did. Still has too short on the side, and kind of somebody just got distracted and swung a clipper. Over the left half of his head and took out too much. But yet he is married to Giselle. God bless him. How the hell does that happen? That's unbelievable. just check that wallet. They avoided it by uh, the the four... four, uh, the four kids that you got? Yeah. Yeah, he, he went for four nannies first. <laughs> then we'll go with the kids. Uh, hey, speaking of getting dressed yourself, um, let's do um, Syracuse. What about Syracuse? Who's at Syracuse? I don't know. Who's at Tyree. Syracuse? Jim Bayon. Oh, Really? Uh, Dave Tyree went to Syracuse? That's right. Yeah. With, yeah. Jay, with there Jim Bayon? That's embarrassing. Gary, I thought it was going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Syracuse. Tyree went to Syracuse. I should have gone to Syracuse. My dad wouldn't pay for it. I ended up at UMass, which was the, the second, Minutemen. second biggest party school hey. next to Michigan. Yeah. Now, you yeah. may uh, – Dr. J might have been a little before – A little bit before my time, yeah. Oh, a little UMass. bit before. He was there with Jeff Reardon. Yeah. Sure, Jeff Reardon, who became a great G-man quarterback. Really underrated QB, I thought. <laughs> And baseball player. Uh, yeah. West Virginia? And pitcher. I think he was, right he was a twin. Minnesota twin. Minnesota twins? Yes. Gotta love him. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody needs underwear. This is an actual sponsor. I like these guys because, uh, 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 you know, uh, me undies, they know how to make underwear. Uh, a lot of people don't. Uh, you know, when you're sitting down, that's when that's the litmus test for good underwear. Right, guys? You sit down you go, uh-oh. Yeah, this is riding up in the wrong places. It's riding wrong. And uh, these guys, they don't mess around. They know how to do it. They're comfy, me undies. They make you feel good. When you feel good, anything's possible. Your confidence, boom, through the roof. Me undies are real. Uh, you know, they're made from the softest fabric. They have the coolest styles, colors. They come right to your door. Once you put them on, you're, you're not. That's the only thing you're wearing, me undies. I'm telling you, try this. I'm doing it. You're going to love it. Uh, I love the boxers because uh, they're roomy. They kind of, you know, uh, hey, they uh, they feel good. That's all you need to know. Now, me undies are risk-free. Listen to this. They're going to make sure you get the perfect pair just for you. If you're not happy, they're going to refund the cost, and you get to keep the undies. You can wear them. You can use them to buff your car. You can do whatever the hell you want with them if you keep them. But you're not you're, you're not sending anything back. You're going to love these underwear. And if you're listening to me, you're going to get 15% off your first pair of MeUndies and free shipping. Go to MeUndies.com slash Chet. That's MeUndies.com slash Chet. 
Here's an extra gift for you. Look at this. Order a pair, take a screenshot of your transaction, whatever the hell that means. Send it to me, and I'll send you another pair. You get one for 15% off, then another pair from me, free. First 25 people send a proof of purchase, a screenshot of your purchase, or a pic of the receipt, whatever you want to do. I'll send you another pair of MeUndies, free. Just send your proof to gift at podcastone.com. Put Chet in the subject line, and you will soon have another pair of MeUndies in your collection. Let's do this. MeUndies.com slash Chet. All right, guys. Now, listen to me. Uh, who, who has been the most trouble on your have you, Let me ask you this, because you've had the big names on from Andy's Connections, and Jonas is, uh, well, at the very least, you're getting good pop out of Jonas, and that loosens up the whole <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I do the podcast, <laughs> well, just, yeah, just for I, the pot. Yeah, it's important. It's like uh, having a rant man. What do they call it in rap? I can't remember the side thing. My producer, Gary, will slap that up behind <laughs> my back, and I won't be able to see the reference there. That'll be another Syracuse moment. <laughs> Uh, hype man. That's what they call it. Hype man. There you go. So you're the hype man for the podcast. That's right. Jonas. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. I'm the cheerleader. Uh, the male cheerleader. You've had so many greats. Is there a moment where you get in a great person on, but you go, well, you know, he's uh, spent most of his career with the Pacers. Let's, <laughs> let's walk through this one. There, there definitely is. I mean, we, we, do, we try to do a long-form interviews with, with these guys to, you know, a lot of these guys have these incredible – careers and then they have these incredible second careers mm-hmm. and but some of these guys don't and you know part of why we have a lot of these guys on is for the stories of not just the great times but also the bad times and you know a lot of these guys sometimes fall on hard times and then they pick themselves back up and they yeah reinvent themselves yeah i mean we'll give you an example we had kirk gibson on to celebrate the 30th anniversary of his iconic 1988 Home run, you know. Greatest game fit, one. fist pump in the history Unbelievable. of sports. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. We went the whole podcast without mentioning the home run because everything that's happened to him after baseball was so impactful. You know, he's got Parkinson's. He, he was dealing with uh, some, you know, personal issues. Mm-hmm. And he had a really compelling story to tell. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I don't really regret the fact that we didn't. Everyone knows Kirk Gibson hit the home run, yeah, right? Yeah, but sure. people don't really understand what happens to these guys after the moment, after the spotlight has moved away, after they've retired, or they've fallen from grace. We had the great Jay Williams, the mm. second pick in the, in the NBA draft, who took a motorcycle out and uh, against his contract, crashed it, and that was the end of his career. Yeah. And was addicted to opioids and and had to fight back from that. And um, now He's the one who had a little trouble in his driveway, too. Uh, no, that's, of those guys. No, that's a different guy. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a different guy. No, but Jay has, has turned his... Driveway life. troubles should be an entire book. <laughs> I have a lot of driveway troubles. <laughs> you know, it should be a separate book for athletes. <laughs> right. A lot of them seem to have trouble right in the driveway. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Even Tiger Woods. Yeah, Tiger Woods did have a some wedge. difficulty in the, in the driveway. That's true. And, and yeah. she picked the right club. It's about 60-yard toss, right? <laughs> into the back window of a Chevy Tahoe or whatever the hell it was. You know, truthfully, the, the interesting thing about, the, about interviewing a lot of these guys is we put these guys on these incredible pedestals because we see these incredible moments that they create. And then when you sit down with them, you realize they're just guys. Yes. You know, they're just they're guys. just human beings. Yeah. 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 The same problems we all have. And then in the meta of it all, legends <laughs> of sport – then that creates an interest in Kurt Gibson, mm-hmm. in the Dodgers, in in uh, classic iconic moments, right? 
And then you go to your site, and and people can find out all about that pinpoint mm-hmm. and, and find out everything that's been aggregated, <laughs> boom, by you guys to, want to, to, to one area. Incidentally, uh, Kirk Gibson, Michigan State. That's, that's right. right. Big yeah. tight end. Tough and, kid. No, wide receiver. Wide receiver. And he, he was I think a star. he played tight end. I'm going to dispute was, that right he was now. A, he was a star wide receiver. Well, we have Gary here. Tight we we got to look Gary that one up. I, Gary's I, now uh, going to be very angry at me. This is harder than he's worked <laughs> ever. Gary's actually awake in the booth. What are you guys talking about? I think, I think wide receiver. <laughs> I think tight end Kirk Gibson, Michigan he, State, I'm, maybe 80. I'm going to put all my money on 1976. To 79, wide receiver. Let's be honest. Uh, Four years. Your whole thing's a funded venture capital, so you have no money. You have nothing to put down, Chavis. I have zero. zero. I'm bankrupt. All right, listen to me. I got two guys who deal with sports legends every day. Time for Advice Corner. You give uh, some actual tips to my listeners uh, and daytime television. They call it takeaway. Uh, All right, I'm going to ask you some questions and see if you guys can uh, can come up with real, real actual answers here. When you're in the presence of a legend, how do you calm your nerves? If there's somebody that asks... Actually, still, Andy, you've probably been around mm-hmm. so many, you may mm-hmm. not get nervous anymore. But oh, who do you nervous. get? You get yeah. How oh, do you yeah. calm your nerves if you're around a Kareem Jabbar, if you're around a, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, a Serena Williams, somebody like that? Well, it's actually easier now towards the end of my career, I think, because I've kind of built up relationships with a lot of these people. And then uh, people that I don't know. They kind of heard about me or my reputation or whatever, but I still get very nervous before. I was I was a nervous wreck in Las Vegas last week. Absolutely. Because I had to do a team photo. I had five minutes to do a team photo of the USA Basketball Olympic team, and it was a huge endeavor. I, no one helped me. You know, I, I knew that going in. This is like the 20th time I've had to do it. And I didn't sleep the entire night. You know what's funny? We both wow. get visibly yeah. we both get visibly nervous for different guests every week. I find really? one week he's freaking out, and I have to go. Oh, this is gonna be great. We're ready. You're the cool head. Yeah. And then the next week, I'm getting sweaty palms. I'm, That's true. Right. That's right. True. I yeah. constantly have to pee. I'm going back and forth and freaking out. It's like, like a we're marriage. not ready. It's like a marriage. It really is. It's like a marriage in trouble. All right. Next question. <laughs> what's the go-to question when you feel an interview's bogging down? Oh, it's an easy one. You go back to their childhood, where That's they right. came from. How did this all start? You know, That's like right. you, you're so and so, and you've done this and this. How did that start? Who influenced you? What you know that gets us back, and and that always has has helped us kind of drill down into that person where they came from because people love remembering that. They love Subtext. That. Yeah. <laughs> Get right to it. I love right. it. How important is social media for you guys? Can you have a career? Uh, anymore without social media. Can you do it? Well, you know, Andy is in a visual career, and so his Instagram is, is popular. Uh, we should promote that. That's a- right. At ADB Photo Inc. Because, you know, if you don't know Andy's work, it's really, it's incredible. I I still look at it like every time it's the first time. Because the- yeah, well, I'm kind of a one and one uh, equals two kind of guy. So uh, now that you mention it, Instagram is essentially a site for photos. That's right. Mm-hmm. So uh, now in, in addition per- to bad people trying to get into modeling, <laughs> an actual professional <laughs> photographer should have an Instagram account. Exactly. <laughs> there exactly. you go. So for us, you know, that's very helpful because we definitely utilize it for not just his pictures, but. Video with guests and you know uh, pictures that we 
uh, have a you know we partner with sometimes with Getty Images. So you can use it from mm-hmm. an artistic standpoint and a business standpoint. Correct. Right. So for you kids out there, uh, you got to cover all bases. Press box food you should avoid at all costs. Andy, I'm going to lean on you on this one. Well, because you've probably been in and out of press box. That used to be the case in the old Boston Garden where you had to schlep up to the seventh floor wooden they, stairs. They would give you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich if you were lucky. <laughs> that's your reward. And if you were lucky. Uh, this is a true story. Uh, that's right? a tough. And town. you wouldn't touch. You wouldn't touch the hot dogs. I'm just telling you. Now, we. I was in Houston for the playoffs this year, the conference finals, and the owner of uh, of the Houston Rockets is a restaurateur and owns the Golden Nugget, and he's just this you know very powerful restaurant guy. And the the spread that they put out for us was unbelievable in the in the media dining. You can imagine what the fans and the VIPs are eating. Right, right. It was it was like you know we had um, uh, carving stations, a, a shrimp cocktail that was like overflowing. It was like the craziest thing I've ever seen, but it was terrific. This is how well the NBA is doing. Yeah. And Jonas is just going, I, I don't even have to do anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm going, this is a freeload? That's I'm right. in. Hey, Jonas, <laughs> put this info card in your pocket and don't lose it. I can't hear you. I'm stuffing my face. <laughs> don't have the tag. And you can get peanut butter and jelly, too, if you want it. That's right. I do. I always yeah. want peanut butter and jelly. Last <laughs> advice quarter question. Best way to avoid – this is for Andy. Best way to – well, maybe not. Best way to avoid getting slammed into on the sideline by an athlete twice your size because you're clicking, you're flashing – you're clicking all the time, yeah. and there's got to be a moment where you're going, this is a great shot. Oh, that's his knee six inches from my forehead. How do you avoid that? Well, I, I, it just happened to me in the uh, in the conference finals. Houston and Golden State, I was in uh, on the baseline. I shoot right under the basket. So they are literally three feet from me when they're going full steam ahead, and somehow they're able to stop on a dime. I don't know how they do it. James Harden, though, has a way of going to the basket. It tries to draw the foul and just keeps going, right? So the part key, of the act. Yeah, part That's of the right. act. So part of the act is landing on whoever's in the way, <laughs> which happens to be me. And in this particular instance, he he just squashed me, and I, I tried to avoid him. Our our job is to kind of uh, is to cushion them really as best as we can, and have them not you know get cut on a piece of yeah. camera equipment sure. or whatever. So I kind of absorbed the hit with my left shoulder and went to my right and cracked my elbow on the on the floor. Oh, brother! And uh, blood is gushing out. The whole you know they stopped the game. You know the, my friend, the trainer for the Rockets, comes over. He's like trying to suture me up. You know, <laughs> trainer Tony Garafalo out from the bench. He springs xylocaine on Andy Bernstein. He's gonna stay in the game. That's right. So anyway, long story short, I went and had it. I I, I shot the rest of the game. I literally gaffer taped it up. Sure. After the game, I go to the ER in Oakland, which is always an adventure, as you can imagine. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. On a weekend. Yeah, just figure that yeah, out. Yeah, do they have that? In Oakland, incidentally, that's behind a Walmart. Yeah. yeah. The ER. <laughs> it's an open drive-thru. I think that was a Carl's Jr. Yeah, Hawkeye Pierce yeah. slapping you back together. I think you're number 200 on the waiting yeah, list it was, behind, like, 18 gunshots. There was some stuff going on in that they ER. They blast an air horn off, and that's so, your number. I got stitches, and I just saw James last week, and uh, the scar now is healed. But you can see it. And I gave him a Sharpie. I said, can you sign that? (laughs) He goes, I didn't do that. And I said, "Uh, yes, you did. Yes, you did. (laughs) I have video and photographic proof. So you just have to kind of grin and bear it is what you're saying. Oh, absolutely. Interesting that the NBA has a a, a gazillion dollar business. And suddenly when it comes to cushioning the fall of an athlete, they go to a volunteer fire department. (laughs) It's like, oh, that's your job. No, it isn't my job. (laughs) No, no, cushion his fall. I don't know if we could cover. 
for that. The NBA. Yeah. I think I should like have a mattress over me with a hole in it that I could just shoot through. Yeah, they got right. they got yeah. the money to come up with some sort of ridiculous padded drone that comes in and <laughs> saves the day. That advice corner brought to you by Conundrums, the drum set no one can figure out. <laughs> So you going back for a ball game this year, Jonas? Yes, sir. Going back for a Michigan game? Yeah, I'm thinking you know, about I'm a Notre Badger Dame. guy. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. Don't look at the Badgers as, as a rival. You no, know, it's no, all, it's all state and, and Ohio State for us. You know, Badgers. Yeah, yeah. We love the Badgers. So. Yeah, they're fun. Well, that's that's two cities that uh, know how to party. I love Madison, Arbor, and Madison. Oh yeah, yeah. And besides, back in the day when I was going to school there, you guys would only be beating us twenty-four to three, and Ohio <laughs> State would beat us sixty-six to three. Uh, I'll tell you, these days it's us too. So, well, I'm telling you, I think Harbaugh's the right guy. I hope this is a big year, the fourth year. He's got to. This is the make it or break it time. You know, we got to see. This is his recruits, so let's see it. Has That's he true. beaten Ohio State yet? No, not yet. Oh my God, not yet. In fact, many people uh, claim he has not played them yet. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, who do you root for? College. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I still go with my Minutemen. You know, yeah, you, you in, have to. They're in Division six and a half. Or whatever. Yeah, but they're not playing they, that badly. Yeah, no, they're pretty good. And they schedule the big boys because they pay them good bucks. Yeah, so you yeah. know, you'll see that. That's always that uh, September seventh that week. Mm-hmm. Those scores where you're flashing through it and you go, "Well, oh, this is interesting." Yeah, <laughs> this is an Auburn beat. UMass seventy nine to zip. <laughs> right. What happened? They used to have a great basketball team. Marcus they did. Camby. They did. And they yeah. Did. Yeah. Well, they went, it went a little well, south. Lost Calipari. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Calipari. Well, That's yeah. what's right. happened. Yeah. That's right. And went south. When I first uh, got to UMass, nineteen seventy five, we played in the Curry Hicks Cage. That's where Dr. J became famous. Yes. And it was an agricultural school. UMass was before the turn of the century. This is where they used to bring the livestock into this sure. into this little cage facility. So. They put the basketball floor on top of it, and by halftime, it would be so covered with dust and dirt, and it, so, you know people would have to come out and sweep it off. No air conditioning, no heat. It was uh, an unbelievable experience. Crazy. Sounds yeah. like a lot of the gigs I have to work. <laughs> <laughs> I just did the uh, uh, interstate uh, barehanded culvert hunt a couple of weeks ago <laughs> down in, uh, in Stair, Nebraska. <laughs> And I stayed in there. My hotel room was dust-filled. How big is Stair, no Nebraska? Stair, Nebraska is 18 people. Yeah. But in the <laughs> summer you. for this festival, it grows to 3,000. Wow. Oh, yeah, it was big. Yeah. Andy Welch won again this year. What's the he festival? He pulled out a, uh, a dorm fridge and a live beaver. <laughs> the interstate barehanded culvert hunt. You get on the side of the interstate in where all those weeds are and those things that you go, uh, that's ugly. Yeah. And uh, where the one guy is mowing every now and then. Well, before they mow, they send the guys in there. No gloves. Barehanded, pull out what you can. And it's judged on weight and on creativity. That's a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. Guy had a a truck axle and uh, then had an eagle carcass, but he finished second. I can't remember his name. He was a foreigner. I think he's from Norway. Oh, my God. Hey, listen, you guys brush your teeth. Tell me about this. This is a, a lot of us are brushing them wrong. I'll tell you, I got this get quip. You got quip? I do, and I, I'm getting my first pair of MeUndies. So yeah, this is right. yeah, it's a, this uh, this quip thing's ridiculous. Yeah, because most of us screw up brushing our teeth. They don't let you screw it up. Most brands focus on selling like flashy gimmicks, and, and Quip focuses on selling you good oral health. Here's what makes them different. For for starters, it's an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Now, Quip's got a built-in. Time 
primer so that you clean your teeth for the dentist recommended two minutes instead of what you do, which is like, I'm really tired, slap, slap, go to bed. No, this toothbrush makes you go the two minutes. And every 30 seconds or so, boom, a pulse that says switch to another part of your mouth, you moron. Next, Quip subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks, including free shipping worldwide. Zanzibar, where the hell are you brushing your teeth? Bang, it shows up. Quip also comes with a mount that sections right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel. When you're going back to Ann Arbor for the big uh, Michigan, central Michigan tilt, you can (laughs) slap that baby boom off your mirror on top of the brush wherever you take your teeth, your toothbrush, your quip follows. And finally, everyone loves quip. Listen to this. They were on Oprah's O-List. You can't get on that. You cannot get on that. Name one of Time's best inventions and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Those people don't mess around. If they tell you to do something with your mouth, do it. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers uh, who use Quip every single day. Quip starts at just 25 bucks. And if you get to if you go to getquip.com slash chet right now, you're gonna get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at quip.com slash chet. Spelled getquip.com G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash chet. So take C-H-E-T. care of your mouth. Yeah, that's right. Spell that one, too. All right, guys, listen, you know what it's time for? It's now time for The Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. Look at this production quality. I know. We're top of the game because we got nothing behind it. Andy, Jonas, these are sports headlines. Hotter than Kelly Nash in a studio with broken air conditioning. Fire number one, the Oakland A's. You guys are baseball fans. You're a Dodger fan. Who's your team? Yankees. Yankees, that's right. Oakland A's, World Series contenders, or are they going to peter out like a bad bass solo at Bonnaroo? Well, as long as Billy Bean's there, don't ever... Rule them out. That's what I say. They've yeah. won like t- what 20, 25 of thirty or something. They're yeah, tear. Play, yeah. They play in the most horrible stadium. I got to tell you. Yeah, that. Oakland Alameda oh, County the Coliseum. Worst. The worst. Yeah. They're so bad. The Raiders are leaving. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I mean, the bigger question is how long is the how how long are they? That stay is there? bad. <laughs> They can't keep a franchise. When That's the Raiders right. say, back up the motorcycles, we're getting out of here. That's right, because this stadium <laughs> is pretty tired. But I, my thing is I don't understand why Oakland can't keep a franchise because it's basically like having a franchise in Brooklyn. Dude, have you been to Oakland? I mean, let's be serious. Well, I'll tell you something. They don't, I know. They don't, the, the phrase East Bay Grease, uh, they, they don't throw that around lightly. But you can't live in San Francisco anymore. You can't get a, a one-bedroom for less than $5,000. No, that's true. So if you're a young person. You, Dude, our buddy Peter Goober is building a state of the art arena he is in downtown san francisco he is yeah. he is but i mean you know if you're a young person you can't live in san francisco i always think of oakland like brooklyn it's just a matter of time you know where it, it's it just could gonna... be a matter of a long time because oakland is the uh, last uh, holdout stalwart in the anti-gentrification program yeah it's just they're like... gonna hang on forever yeah, yeah. They, they, they're going to do a, the South Bronx is going to gentrify it, perhaps I, before Oakland. It's a tough I've crowd. been saying that yeah, the South Bronx is next in in the tri-state area. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys think Oakland's for real? Fire number two. All right, let's talk college football. You're my, you're a, a Michigan guy. I'm a Badger guy, but let's go to uh, down south. Does Mark Richt have a turned around at the University of Miami? He's been there one year. Boom, they had a big season. Played in the played in the Orange Bowl. 
or uh, are they for real, or are we just days away from another typical seven players on the University of Miami team being busted for selling fake burner phones that had marijuana in them or something? <laughs> Is Rick the guy? Because he came from Georgia. Can he do it? Right. Uh, well, this, that's a tough division. And so, I mean, I really— ACC, yeah. They're playing know, for keeps now. You know, no. I mean, it's really SEC and everybody else, you know. And I don't so, believe that. I believe it's you big, think? big. Yeah, I think the SEC is overrated. You think so? You ever shot SEC? Uh, no. And you've not you've, <laughs> you've not had the good fortune to have Nick Saban come running at you at mm, seventy miles an hour. No, I, I shot a lot of UCLA, a lot of USC. I like I like the warm weather. I don't like going back where it's cold. <laughs> I like humidity. You know, I just like being. I go to the Coliseum, I park. Yeah, you know it's know like an athlete. This is some athletes. I, I go need to the press box. And... I have a little food. It's great. That's yeah. the perks of being <laughs> one of the world's best sports photographers. <laughs> it boils down to this: Andy at home going. I want a warm weather gig. (laughs) I went to Cleveland once. I went to the Cleveland Municipal Stadium. You know how many people have said that? I went to Cleveland once, (laughs) (laughs) and it was it was a playoff game. You know, the end of December, and literally my fingers felt like they were going to fall off. And God's honest truth, the film broke in the camera. It was it froze. That's how cold it was. It was that cold. Man, oh yeah. man! Now yeah. imagine these guys. And to plus, play the good thing is they went. When you went back to whoever hired you, and they went, "Don't worry about it. It's Cleveland." Yeah. <laughs> Fire number three. Okay, on NFL opening weekend, will we see one team where everyone kneels and forces the issue? Ooh, mm. that's a great question. Well, you know the message is starting to be that they're not going to let these players kneel, mm. and so I think you know after seeing Kaepernick and. Eric Reed get get blackballed the way they have. I I think these players are going to stand. Yeah, you know, they, yeah. these, you think they're, they're going to stand. I think their career, their they know, the half lives are too short that they don't want to risk yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, which is that's really true. sad. They can't risk it, the lives. It's really sad that you can't have freedom of expression in Absolutely. this country. Yeah. I agree, especially for a, a tradition like a, a, a standing for the national anthem on the sideline, mm-hmm. which is all of nine years old. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Is it that true? Go, yeah, mm. this is one of those things where uh, the, the, I believe uh, several divisions of the military went to the NFL and said we want to advertise more and sponsor, and it, you know all of it tremendous and wow. great. And they said, yeah, well, you, so we're gonna, you know. And then mm. uh, the NFL said, hey, well, as part of you buying ad time and all that kind of stuff, why yeah. don't we have your guys stand on the sideline? And mm. and now it's become it's 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 just gr- they've made a, a mountain. Uh, out of a molehill. They've made the 120-millimeter ski mountain. Yeah, what next? Religion in schools? Yeah. I mean, Look out. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Hey, where are you trying to take the podcast? <laughs> Jesus. It's a lighthearted. It's liar number four. I'm just going to have a steamrolling on that one. <laughs> Cooperstown. Baseball. Harder to get into than a Judd Apatow taping. Uh, they just put six guys in uh, to Cooperstown, including uh, Blackjack uh, Morris. Jack mm-hmm. Morris, great pitcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it seems like there's so many. Uh, it's so hard to get into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can they streamline this? What can they do to make this a little bit of a easier haul for guys? Well, that's a tough one because the uh, the criteria is is pretty broad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're a 300 game winner, right, or um, you've set uh, numerous records, or you know, you've been um, a hitting champion. You know, you're almost automatically considered. Cy Young Award winners, um, 
depends on how many rings you won. I mean, it, it, maybe there has to be, you know, it's interesting because I was just listening to our Amy Alcott podcast. I rarely listen to our, our own podcast, but I was listening to Amy. And she talked about how, how unfair it was for women golfers to get into the Hall of Fame because right. they, they, their criteria was much more difficult than the men. They right. had to win five majors, I think, and, and 30, 30 tournaments. Yes. And the See, men, like that. It like, was who crazy. decided that? Yeah. It's all made up. Yeah. It's all subjective. And right. that, but, to, but back to baseball, you know, I think what's even gets more complicated because it's so subjective is now we're entering the steroid era of these players that yeah, are, oh, yeah. you know, so w- what are they going to do about that? Yeah. Even in curling, there's asterisks. Yeah. <laughs> curling, I hear, they're all taking steroids. They're all juiced up. Oh, they're all juiced. <laughs> Have you seen those guys? Yeah. I mean, they are buff. 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 Yeah. yeah. They can right. be bodybuilders. That's right. Look, you, you watch curling in the Olympics, and you look hard enough, and you go, I went to high school with that guy. That's right. <laughs> well, That's what that. about eSports? Are they going to have a Hall of Fame? Well, what, you know, eSports. Oh, those guys. They sit, they sit around in couches and That's reclining right. chairs and get All millions guys of dollars. They came out of their mom's basement. Yeah. yeah. Making millions of dollars. And they should call it mom's basement. You know, they're yeah. lobbying for eSports in the Olympics, the next Olympics. It's yeah. that big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, you're just watching TV or watching yeah. a bunch of people playing video games. Yeah, they sell out Staples Center and other arenas all over the world. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. People pay thirty five to eighty bucks to sit and watch other people play. That's where I'm old school. Yeah, I'm yeah, that's where I gotta go. If you're not feeling a minus thirty two degrees in your face, if you're not holding a, a live flame in your hand in Lambeau Field, uh, it's not a sport. That fiery four brought to you by U Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. All right, folks. Hey, uh, listen, I got a new sponsor here. Uh, they, they've uh, they've coupled up uh, with uh, with the good folks here at. Podcast One Sportsnet, very exciting in the gambling betting world. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to announce that Bet Online is the exclusive partner for Podcast One Sportsnet. Uh, they're our go-to guys. These guys we trust for all things betting, lines, odds, wagers, inside info, you name it. Uh, Bet Online, uh, they're our guys. It's that time of year again, especially, oh, look out, Jonas is already salivating. Football season right around the corner. Andy going. Bernstein going, I'm going to shoot me some football if it's, you know, south of the Mason-Dixon line, somewhere warm. Uh, we're looking for a place to make your online wagers. Uh, just head to betonline.ag and use the promo code PODCAST1. That's the number one. PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. That pod, that's podcast one, and you're going to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today. Just just use that promo code. BetOnline is the only place to get in on all the action when it comes to Major League Baseball games, too. Sign up today at BetOnline.ag and use the promo code podcast one. That's the number one. You're going to receive a 50% bonus on your first deposit when you put down any wagers on Major League Baseball games. Yes, 50%. Any better knows that's a chunk of dough right there the red sox yankees astros cubs phillies dodgers i'm throwing the twins in there all look strong <laughs> all right maybe i'll take the twins out of there take advantage of this incredible offer now at betonline.ag that's betonline.ag your online sports book experts guys uh, uh, uh legends of sport that's the, uh, that's the podcast here on podcast1.com. We're going to ask you one thing. You guys can put your heads together on this. This is the time of the show where we do a pop quiz where you guys get to ask me 
uh, sports trivia questions that have actual answers. So you could ask me a Michigan question, and you could ask me something about an F-stop. It doesn't matter. <laughs> ask me anything, I'll try to answer it. We'll, we'll stick to like three questions or five. Uh, uh, incidentally, there's no pressure on you guys because I, I generally lose these by a <laughs> wide margin. Okay. Uh, but we're going to do a little pop quiz. You can wing it. You can get your heads together. All right, I got one. I got one for you, Chet. I do, too. You All go right. first. Excellent. Name the only non-player who has his jersey retired at Staples Center. The only, the only Lakers, the Lakers non-player has his jersey retired at Staples Center. I'm going to go Chick Hearn. Oh, perfect. Did I get it? Gar- Gary, Chick you got Hearn. that, too. Yep. Chick Hearn, baby. Chick Hearn and I. That's a good question. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Chick Hearn and I uh, parked near each other mm. at announcer school. I love Chick. Yeah, back in '48. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. our careers kind of took different paths, but uh, I like to call everything uh, as if it's as important as the seventh game of the NBA Finals. <laughs> That's our. You do ground. sound a little bit like Johnny Most. The, sure, the Johnny great Most. Boston. Great Celtics. Boston. Yes, yeah, yeah. Celtics. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Bruins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you ever hear the story about yes, Johnny I Most? Yeah, I've heard the <laughs> hockey story. I don't know. No, if there's a great, you... if you have a second, the big, a great yes. basketball story. We, 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 the NBA took the Celtics to play the McDonald's Open in, uh, in Madrid, Spain. And one of the teams they were playing was from Yugoslavia. It was called Yugoslavia back then. And uh, and the guys had all these long, involved names, and, and Johnny Most refused to learn the names. <laughs> this is a true story. You can hear it. You can go to YouTube and find it. So you'd, you'd be watching it, and he'd be saying, the bearded guy sends it over to the short guy. The fat guy comes <laughs> on, he takes a pick, and then don't find the bearded guy. <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable what a scene that was. That is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and another story, he almost burned down the entire Boston Garden because his ashtray was so full of, of cigarette butts that they lit on fire and then lit all his press notes on fire that the fire department had to come and, during a game, put out the fire in the press box. <laughs> it's unreal. Man, unreal. That, that's uh, Yeah. I aspire to be Johnny Most. All right, I'm 1-0. Oh. Throw Alrighty. me another trivia question. All right, when was the last time University of Michigan won a national championship? The last year, University of Michigan won the national Ooh. championship is going to be, I'm going to say, 91. Well, you're some, somewhat close. 97. 97. I'm not really that close. <laughs> Same 97, decade. they won the... Uh, Same decade. Wow. Were Lloyd you, Carr. Were Lloyd you, Carr coach. Were you, then, were you there Lloyd then? Carr I was, won the national championship? I was, a, I was a freshman. Wow. We beat Ohio State for... Lloyd Carr won the national championships, and they canned them after two nine and four years. Wow. Yeah. Well, no. He, he left on his own recognizance. It was, uh, it was his time. Oh, yeah. He left. They said, hey, get in that spinning chair. It's brand new. It's got wheels on it. Oops, it's sliding <laughs> down the hall. Where's Rich Rod? Let's get this thing moving. That's right. That's right. Where is Rich Rod? Arizona? Is he still there? No. Is he is he, uh, he panhandling? Left. No, I know he went somewhere. Uh, my my uh, stat man Gary's going to get on top of that and embarrass <laughs> me with the correct answer to that. All right, I'm I'm one and one, so we got to get a rubber question. Okay, here. here's here's one for you. This is a two parter in one question. All right, where did Kobe Bryant grow up before high school, and where did he go to high school? Hmm. Before high school, he grew up in Italy. Good. And where did he go to high school? Yeah, name name the high school. Philly. Close, His close, dad played close, somewhere yeah. on the eastern seaboard. Can, right? I, can I guess it? Yeah. Joe Bryant, right? Yeah, Joe. Yeah, Jelly, 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 jelly Bean. Yeah, yeah. Jelly, jelly Bean. Uh, and that's the second part of the question. Second part of the question is, incidentally, which Jonas will answer, is brought to you by Motorboats, the restaurant that's just a little more fun than Hooters. I'm going to let... <laughs> 
We need motorboats as a sponsor. Why why won't they come to us? All right, where you went to high school? Uh, Oh boy, it's not upper, but lower, lower Lower Marion, lower Marion. In uh, it's in Philadelphia. Yeah, it is. Yeah, right at the city, right? Well, you said the city. But I didn't say city. I said high school. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to get a question right. <laughs> Believe me, I'm 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 fine with going. So actually, that's a tie. Yeah, because I got oh, one and a half true. answers right. We'll give it to you. So yeah. don't give me a hard time. Also, just <laughs> it's your podcast. Up, it looks like Rich Rod's still nursing his wounds from his uh, sexual misconduct stuff. Oh. oh, when was that? I was at Arizona. He got fired from Arizona because it came out that he was being a little shifty with some of the uh, secretaries yeah. and. Wow. He made have charged one of his employees with keeping his wife and his girlfriend separated when they were both on the sidelines of the SC game. I don't like to talk about it as an alumnus. Yeah. But. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, let's, another one bites the dust. Let's mm. put it in slightly less uh, uh, um, positive terms than nursing his wounds. Let's say he's paying his just dues for having committed Listen, some sort of sexual... I'm an alumnus. i got to spin it a little bit. You're a wildcat? <laughs> I am. Oh, that's right. I think he and Harvey Weinstein... Who's the new guy in the Olive Garden? <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> or something, I don't know. <laughs> Brother. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein's in some... Uh, yeah. If he goes to... Pre- Harvey Weinstein goes to prison, he's in some trouble. Isn't he hanging out in Scottsdale these days? Playing Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. In Scottsdale? Yeah. He's at the Olive Garden. Right. I'm, wow. I'm sure of it. And getting kicked out of That's a lot of That's the new That's private right. prison, actually, <laughs> in Scottsdale. Well, in the summer, it, it sure is. That was well, certainly where he went to uh, sex rehab. And Chet, uh, Kevin Sumlin, former... Uh, Kevin Sumlin is, is the new coach at Arizona. And uh, Crazy Herm Edwards is the coach at Arizona State. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Herm Edwards. Did you... Interesting story last week about how uh, the uh, the coach or the we'll uh, quarterback, out, but go ahead. <laughs> the QB at uh, at Arizona tweeted he didn't come to uh, run the triple option, and that was what got Kevin Sumlin's job. They were looking at the Navy guy. Wow! Oh. Yeah, they were. That's uh, speaking of Johnny. Most not uh, mentioning a name. I'm not. I'm not going after. Ken Tuiasisopo, I think it's Ken Tuianamamoto. You were close on that. Something like that, the Navy guy. (laughs) You know, you run the triple option, uh, you're you're just admitting that uh, we have a great point average that we need (laughs) adhered to. Right. Our our football program. That's a great pop quiz. That's a tie right there, everybody. Uh, Listen, before we get into my plugs and the big thanks, uh, if you like this show, check out the Steve Austin Show each Tuesday and Thursday exclusively on Podcast One. Man, I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. Join the Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer and action movie star as he shares tales from his new life unbelievable past adventures, and I mean this guy's done everything, and covers all the happenings in the pro wrestling world. So don't miss the Steve Austin Show each week on Podcast One. Also remember to rate and review. Gentlemen, my thanks to my guests from the Legend of Sport podcast right here on Podcast One, and I'm telling you, listen to this podcast and listen to what these guys are telling you about what they're doing. This isn't just a, oh, they, give and they, they do incredible interviews every week. They are giving you a place where you can go one-stop shopping for when you have a, ooh, how about those two guys? Who are the two guys who raised their fists at the 68 Olympics? They're going to have them. Iconic <laughs> moments, that kind of thing. They're good. You're going to be able to go. Who was the guy who made can the we spectacular get Jesse catch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 68. It was, uh, 
Tommy Smith and John Carlos. Uh, I think one of the most iconic sports right. photos of all time. I think time. Jim Thorpe is coming in. Is Jim Thorpe coming? Yeah, he's with the, with the talk about his yeah. problems with uh, they yanked all his medals away. <laughs> Boy, talk about a hard time. But go uh, catch their podcast. Uh, uh, great. And uh, uh, listen, just go uh, uh, Google Andy Bernstein and check out some of the most amazing sports photography you will ever see in your life. And a young kid with a dream, Jonas Wadler. <laughs> Uh, Twitter, where do they follow you guys on Twitter? At LOS Podcast One. Which is Legends of Sport. Yes, sir. At, at LOS Podcast One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Follow these guys. Uh, anything else to plug? What's coming up? Ooh, we got a few things coming up. Mm-hmm. I got a book coming out with Kobe in October called The Mamba Mentality, mm-hmm. book that he and I collaborated on. I so love that title. you can actually pre order that now on Amazon because it's going to sell out. I'm just telling you. Um, so the Mamba mentality, how I play, uh, all in his words and my photos. That's and I uh, got a little event coming up uh, in September. Uh, our man over here is getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Naismith wow. Hall of Fame, yeah. NBA Hall of Fame. Well, the NBA Hall of Fame? Yeah. Second photographer yeah. ever? Yeah. yeah, I'm getting what's called the uh, Kurt Gowdy Award for media, uh, for print media, and uh, I'm very, very thrilled. I'm in the process of writing my speech. In fact, Chet, I, I might need your help in writing my speech. What do you Any think? Anytime, because i got some great things lined up. I am, uh, I am in the... Uh, I'm in the Lobster Bisque Cook-Off Hall of Fame, <laughs> but I got a lot of stuff left over from when I when I did my speech. It's perfect because it's going to be in Massachusetts, you. not too far from exactly. Maine, yeah. where the lobsters come from. I'll trade you that for a signed copy of Mamba Mentality <laughs> That's anytime. Right. That's right. That's brilliant. Oh, Mamba Mentality. And uh, congratulations Thank on you. the Naismith Hall of Fame. That is a huge deal. Thank and you. those guys, I mean, they don't mess around. They got Paul Mokeski at the door. He's <laughs> Him and uh, Dennis uh, Autry, they just kick people in the teeth if they come in and try to get into the Hall of Fame. It's a great Hall of Fame class. Jason Kidd, Grant Hill, yeah. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Rick that's Welts. impressive. Rick Rod Welts. Thorne. I mean, it's going to be a really great Wow, Rod Thorne, the, the GM. Yes, Rod Thorne, good yeah, friend yeah, of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bear a slight resemblance to Rod Thorne. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see know. a little bizarro, Rod Thorne yeah, and Andy? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like Channeling it. my inner Rod. <laughs> yeah. So listen, go uh, come here to podcast one and listen to legends of sport and catch me on twitter at chet waterhouse and follow my comedian buddy jeff cesario at real jeff cesario thanks for listening thanks to the guys here that i had in uh, on short notice incidentally uh, andy bernstein and jonas wadler and uh listen uh, without you folks listening to me this is a waste of perfectly good headphones if you want more of me this weekend guys i'll be in amsterdam for nato's angry all caps tweet response seminar this is chet waterhouse reminding you to Play with pain.